0: To Dalvin, shakes a tackle with the six. Another at the five. He's out to the left. Touchdown! Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Nick. Stay on Oh my God! Forty. Oh oh to no no day. Day. Touchdown! Forty-five. 50.
1: Welcome back to the week six episode of the throne league podcast. This episode is going to be a little different, Johnny's feeling a little under the weather, but I got some guests on the pod, they're going to be helping me break down everything going forward, and uh, today we got the Browns coming up here in a couple hours, we're going to get into that as well. Uh, no interview interview today, uh, we're, but we're going to get some good insight from three guys here. I'll uh, bring them in right now, uh, I got Jack, Brian, and Caden here, uh, how you fellas doing? Uh, anybody can jump in if you want right now
2: fellas how's it going
3: i'm showing, bro it's
0: good to Let's be go in the boys. studio it's, 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 it's gonna back be a again. fun up i didn't get booted
3: from the like. gauntlet so catch it, me back on here
1: oh yeah definitely definitely but here we go fellas this is gonna be a wild ride we're gonna see where this goes it might be a little chaotic but uh i asked you guys to your biggest hot take. I want to. I want to start off hot here, uh, Jack. I know you were juiced up for yours. What do you? What's your All biggest right. hot take for anything well, in well, first the off, NFL?
0: Oh, in the NFL. Oh, shit. or
1: or the the pod I was. The just, I was just saying. I'm
0: going for the reverse curse on the on the pod here, and my hot take is I'm going to finish the season with a winning record.
1: That's that's wild. It's a it's, winning it, record. It, it, nine no, and eight.
0: Not. Nine and eight's the number, and I'm at Have zero and you six seen right your now, team, so. man? No shot that happens. (laughs) Trust me, I've looked at it for six hard weeks, and it sucks, but...
1: My goodness. Holy this is shit. The it, it, I was looking for something that maybe could be realistic, but you know, <laughs> Yeah, man, let's that's say, besides yeah. the point. It's a pretty hot. Oh, hot take
0: there. You I I you wanted a hot take. Oh, I brought one. No, to the table. no doubt about it. That's a hot take. Everyone against that one? Yeah. All right. I I mean, I know Bernie will be yeah. because Oh, definitely. Kind of I'm, this week, but. I'm
1: getting my second dub this week, uh, but uh uh caden you want to throw us your hot take? You got one here? Was that
3: your hot take? Was your hot take you're getting your second dub this week?
1: No, no, no. I don't need a hot take
3: all right (laughs) my take is uh Bryce is gonna trade his team into the ground and go from the best team in the league to the worst team
1: I completely agree with that this kid's got uh, he's addicted to this trading he's not gonna stop anytime soon I I don't think so it's kind of stupid in my opinion he had a really good team and now it's just falling apart
0: he's going to or he already did yeah, he, I think he already did. Yeah, I, okay. Well, no, no just, I think
3: he, I, I think. Well, I, don't, I mean they're forward, both a hot
0: take. I just didn't know no, you think he's going no, to no, wait, he already, yeah, he's, he's gonna continue to keep oh,
3: trading. Yeah, okay. he's going to continue to keep trading because he feels this team is now bad. He's going to try to trade his way you out. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say out of
2: this now. conversation, man. Um,
0: I mean, there's uh, insiders well, yeah, around got, the league have reported uh, he, a lot of trade rumors handed, out he, of his. He handed
3: uh, you the uh, best team in the league. That's some
2: shit. You know, I I don't really have any comment, man. um
0: yeah.
3: We'll just uh move on to your hot take, Brandon. Yeah.
2: Um so I guess, you know, a little bit of a hot take outside of the league maybe. Um you know, uh I think the Browns honestly are going to figure it out. Um hopefully tonight we can, you know, get that win against the Broncos. Um I think once we get healthy and our players back, I think I think Kevin, um is fancy, he'll take take care of that locker room. Um you know, get everyone's head right. And uh, you know, I think a lot of people are a little bit worried about the Browns right now and the state that they're in. But uh, you know, I think I think we'll get back on track, man, and uh, you know, we'll figure it out.
3: I mean, I hope to God so, because more than half of our starting line, like starting lineup, is uh, has some type of injury. That's fried.
1: Very fried right there. Uh, but I still have faith in everybody on the Browns. You know, we're a good team. We really are. We like our depths going to be challenged today, but I think we got some good studs that kind of back it up. Like, I don't know. I, I have some faith in Dearness tonight. Uh, you know, hopefully Jarvis is actually going to have an impact uh, now he's active. But I don't know. I'm very excited for this game. Uh, I think the Bron- Broncos are the biggest frauds. So if we do lose, that's going to be brutal. But I don't know. This is going to be juicy. I'll
3: Bradley Chubb saying he's going to have one of his best games of the season against a, a starting line who's missing two of its best players is kind of kind of lowballing yourself on that one. I don't know what he was thinking, saying, oh, I'm going to have the best game of the season this week. And it's like, bro, we don't even have a full starting lineup.
1: Yeah, what a fucking moron, honestly. I- <laughs> honestly, it's so dumb. I I kind of wanted him coming out of the draft uh, when uh, that was kind of all going down, but I don't know. He's been pretty good th- throughout his career, but I don't know. He's kind of I don't know underperformed. Is that something that you could say for for Bradley Chubb? There, he underperformed in his career so far.
3: I mean, I don't think he he's been that bad. Like he he won a ring, Peyton. Pretty sure.
1: So, like, no, he didn't win that. He no, he was a rookie.
3: That was his rookie season, bro. No, it wasn't.
1: There's not a chance.
3: Yes, it is.
0: No, he's he's been in the NFL since 2018.
3: No shot. Uh, Yeah, he was was the fifth fifth overall pick in the Johnny. We're cutting. We're cutting it. Cut it.
0: Cut it. Cut (laughs) it. Yeah. You also just uh. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey. Fun fact, guys. He has the same birthday as me. Fun, fun. Oh, that is, that's that's a great. twenty fourth.
1: That's a great fact Bradley right the there. Good appreciate that. Bradley, Bradley Bradley Chuk Just had, had to throw it in there. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I wanted to bring up is just how tragic my points for have been in this. uh Or points yeah, some, against. So, yeah, They're, something
3: you weren't aware of until yesterday.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you guys saying that because now I can blame the season on something else. Yeah. But there you uh, go. Yeah, dude. Look at the, I got eight ninety one point two. Who's the next closest? It's like seven hundred. I think me seven eighty five.
0: Yeah. It's you got yeah. over a hundred. I on got me. that's that's I mean, brutally insane. N- like not even
2: trying to you know bring up bad scars, but like definitely last week with me almost scoring two hundred.
1: I mean that definitely did not help. Yeah. Like that's yeah, almost a two for yeah. one. Yeah. I I know my points four aren't great, but. You know, I, should I mean, have it's definitely not the worst. So, other I mean, wins.
2: that's pretty much all you can, you know, yeah, be happy about. So, and
1: so, you know, I mean, you just got to keep tracking on. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, at least, uh, like, it would have been so nice to be like Bryce or something like that. Six forty-six. Freaking Aiden! I don't know how Aiden's three and three. Can we talk about A Aiden's myth? team? Well, can
3: we, Aiden, Aiden, and Johnny. Yeah, Sorry you're not on the pod, and I'm going to talk stick about you, bro. But like. What the hell? How are you four and two, dude? It makes well, no sense. Well, he beat
2: me by one, so there's a free win. I mean, my entire t- Yeah, when you guys both scored like Okay, well, my, week, also like, my team, wrong. like half my team got hurt within the first half. I mean, that week. So, I mean, not much I can do about that. I mean, my team still scored like 90-something, like 90-plus with literally like four yeah, players.
3: Saying, like that's like an off week for you, is what I'm saying. Like, right. that's fine. I mean, like, I scored 100,
2: almost 120 points plus this week. He
3: scores, he's had three good weeks this entire season. And he's 4
2: 2. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, um, I don't know. You know, I don't want to roast Johnny, but it's kind of a fake 4 and 2 team, you know, through my eyes, man. But, I mean, there's a lot of teams in this league that I don't think should have the record they have. Um I mean, Joe, I think he's just going to probably keep losing. Um, Yeah, that was fair.
1: His team's team's
3: bad. His (laughs) team started out hot. When Nick Chubb's out, it's over.
2: I mean, not only that, but, like, I mean, you know, I don't want to roast his management, but I think people have been, you know, pampering him a little and – you know, give him a lot of hints uh, says, on who to put in. Says, or, says the
3: guy uh, who told him to put a... Yeah, well, put that wasn't, you know,
2: that wasn't me. So. so I don't know why you're blaming me. That was not All me. Right, dude. I literally just...
3: I said who did it, and then you instantly sent eye emojis in the group chat, so...
2: I put what? Emojis? or
3: The eyeball emojis.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that's because I knew who did it, so... I mean, I was sitting right next to him. But anyways, we'll move on to the next topic,
1: um, you know. <laughs> uh. I, I think that's a perfect transition into these breakdowns here. Uh, and I can start us off with uh, Joe's matchup against Austin. Uh, in this one, Austin kind of sque- got an easy win. Joe only put up 104. Austin had a decent showing with 126, but he would have lost to a couple of guys around the league. Uh Actually, only would have lost to two people, so he was third-high scorer. Wow, I'm just looking at this now. I did not pay attention to any of these scores during the week because mine was just so shitty. I didn't realize how low scoring this was compared to last week when we had, like, eight teams who put up 130. But that's besides the point. Uh, Austin brought it home with... Good performances from his running backs, as always. Tough that Cream Hunt got hurt in that game, so he didn't get his full potential. But Aaron Jones, Jones Joe Mixon, brought the uh, bulk of the points to his team, both putting up over 20. And then he got some good performances out of his receivers and Hunter Henry that are all put up double digits. And then Tom Brady had a solid game, but not what you're expecting out of Tom Brady this year because he's been throwing touchdown passes left and right. But So 17 is not the best there so austin's team performed well uh it was good that he's going up against joe this week because joe he's a stinker that's that's all you got to say about his team you know when chubbs out he's got to start tony, tony pollard and a lot of people are high on tony pollard but he didn't have a good performance against new england so you know joe's team's really uh in a bad position right now uh He's got his tight end went down. He's got to start Zach Ertz. Maybe Zach Ertz can kind of be a different type of player in Arizona, but Lockett hasn't been the same since since those first two weeks, and Jefferson really hasn't been what we thought he was. Only bright spot is Mahomes, and Josh Jacobs has been hurt as well. So Joe's team's really in a pickle, um, but we could throw it over to the next one. uh, If, if, uh, Jack, you want to start off with uh, jumping over to your matchup here that you're going to break down?
0: yeah yeah so we got uh allen's large Gordon Jacob, and the nail biters Brian Waitrovich. It's anything but a nail biter in this one. Brian's dropping one ninety on Jacob, sorry ass uh nothing you could really do. I mean, you're not going to beat one ninety, so I think regardless of how your team performs, uh you' just gonna have to bite the bullet on this week and move on to the next one, but overall team would have beaten a lot of people this week, so it's not anything to look down on. Guess the Browns. It sucks that they didn't perform. You felt in only three points. Beckham with twelve. Mike Williams also a bad showing. Uh, Derrick Henry, holy shit! Only thing that was a nail biter this week was the fucking Bills biting on Henry's cock, dude. That dude dropped thirty five. And oh, the trade between uh, Brian and who was it? Brian, Brian, and Bryce this week dropping Thielen and Fournette, and both dropped combining for sixty. That's a doozy. So, I don't know how Bryce comes back from that one, but we'll see about that. And that pretty much, you know, you got one, two, three, four, five, six people on your team dropping over 20 points. You're really not going to lose that one. So, good outlook from Brian onto the next week. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's a tough, tough match I've seen somebody do one night. Yeah, I comes. mean, we could-
2: you're, you're, unless your team's also going off, I mean you know i don't even want to like sound cocky i mean like it's there's really not much anyone can do and you know your opponent puts up 190 it's just it's you know it's tough so
1: we'll definitely see how the experts kind of ranked your team in the power rankings after putting up what like 90 points losing and then you put up over double that so we'll see how they really appreciate that going forward but we'll we'll have to wait till the end of the episode to hear about that for sure uh but, Jack, thanks for breaking down that matchup. Uh, but we'll jump over to Johnny versus Jack here. Uh, Jack putting up another stinker, another sub 100 points, 99 points. You're not going to win with that uh, unless <laughs> your name's uh, Johnny because uh, he's gotten really lucky this year. Um, Ouch.
3: Miles Gaskin the goat. <laughs> Miles
1: Gaskin, wrong. yeah, he's great. Three points this week, Jack. Uh <laughs> It's not that He not had thirty great.
0: point uh thirty point week last week. Yeah, he scored like ten times as much of that
1: <laughs> last week. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Michael Pittman, your boy, TikTok YouTube guy, not great. Uh, but you know, you got bright spots, Cook and Stafford. Um besides that, you know, Hawkinson had a decent performance. Uh, but I don't really see a bright spot on your team anywhere else. Uh you know maybe you'll find something else moving forward but yeah it's going to be a tough one uh when you're facing a stud team like mine next week uh but yeah Johnny's team had solid performance you know he put up the 121 which is good to beat a lot of teams this week so you know Tyreek Hill had a had a good game Kyler had a good game as well and then Herbert they all put up over 20 points except for Herbert he, he got Twenty and uh, nineteen, but Herbert—that's a great pickup for Johnny. He's got some a lot of these bulk carries now that uh, Montgomery's down, uh, and he's got some questions in his wide receivers. Once he got rid of that that guy, CD Lamb, uh, is Devonta Smith gonna perform? He's, I feel like he's a touchdown or bus type of guy. And then Sanders as well—he's touchdown or bust. So, you know, he's got a lot of options on his bench. You know, he's got Antonio Brown as you know, bad to not start him but johnny's team's you know it's solid he's gonna get ragged for his four and two record but you know he he should win some of his matchups so i can see him uh improving throughout the year as well so we'll see how that goes moving forward so johnny took that one 121.7 to 99 but uh brian you want to break down the matchup you're gonna Uh, break down
2: yep um sure probably you know the matchup of the week and in my mind um probably, you know, two of the uh, best thought teams, you know, previously, um, within the first six weeks, um, Bryce versus Scott and, uh, 136 to 119. Um, Scott took this one, um, looking at Scott's side, um, you know, he's, he's got, you know, some players that are performing pretty well. Um, you know, one of the scarier teams in the league, but Herbert, you know, he didn't really do too much this week. Um, you know, they uh, they kind of got destroyed by Baltimore, not going um, to lie. 34-6, it's a tough game for Herbert. He only put up 10 points. Um, James Robertson, um, you know, he put up 19. Not not bad for, you know, here, um, running back one. And then David Johnson, that's, you know, that's tough having to start him. Only one point, you know, that's not what you want. Um, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, um, 23, 34 points. 34 points from Cooper Cup was great. Uh, It's a good performance there. And then, you know, Mark Andrews, another good week for him, 17 points. Um, And then he had to play uh, Dalton Schultz in his flex, 13 points. That's not bad for, you know, a tight end that I'd probably have on my bench, you know, 13 points, 12 points from a a tight end. And then his defense, eight points. You can be happy with eight points on your defense. That's pretty good um kicker nine so that's pretty decent but uh looking at Bryce side you know Dak who I just traded him he had a great performance he put up more than hurt so I mean if I was Bryce I'd be happy with Dak's performance of 26 points um his running backs are looking all right obviously Najee put up some good points um 25 Marquise Brown didn't do too much this week um Hopkins 20 against the Browns um and then, you know, the rest of his team just kind of didn't really do much. Um, Knox, Tony, um, you know, sub 10 points. And then Bill's D didn't do much. Zero. A little goose egg there. And his kicker had 13. But I mean, I guess between the two, I mean, um, You know, I think if some of both their teams, you know, performed a little bit better and some of those key players, you know, put up some more points, I think it would have been a little bit better of a matchup. 136 to 119, still a good one. Um, 136 obviously would have beat most people this week, pretty much everyone. Um, And uh, yeah, it's a good matchup.
1: Thanks for breaking that down, Brian. Uh, you made some good points there, but we'll jump over to the Adams Resurrection versus Nutter shitty S team. nut tucked this one 123.8 to 109.1. Caden's team was looking hot. There he was on a three-game winning streak, but he uh, fell to a good Nutter's team, so they both are sitting at 3-3 three and three now. Uh, Nutter newly acquired Aaron Rodgers, got him a solid 23.5 points i'd say that's the difference in the matchup right there because daniel jones he was a stinker he put up four points so it wasn't really what Kane was looking for in this situation but he uh nutter capitalized on a trade and got a guy in aaron Rodgers that can kind of carry his team in some tough situations Obviously, we always talk about his running back trio, uh, DeAndre Swift, and Zeke had some good games. Gibson got a, hurt a little bit. We'll see if he can start next week, but there's a lot of question marks there, so we got to see how Nutter ad- adapts to that. But his team did good. Deontay Johnson and DJ Moore are always putting up solid numbers. One of them's at least going to get close to 20 every week. So, uh, And then, yeah, he made a good start with Ricky Seals-Jones in the tight end spot with with Kyle Pitts on bye. So he adapted to that situation, got 15 out of his tight end and 11 points out of the Colts D. So he made some good starts this week when he had some question marks on what to do in his scenarios. But Caden's team, you know, he put up 109, so it's not terrible, but you're not going to win like that. As I said, Daniel Jones, that's a really tough for him right there. Four points out of your quarterback, you never want to see that. uh, And Eckler, 9.5. Baltimore just put a fucking. Stick up the Chargers' ass, then they just took him out of the fucking game the entire uh, night. So yeah, it wasn't much of a game at tough all. Tough to there, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, so it was tough to see fucking Eckler do that, but yeah, Gasecki's a little promising. Nineteen point five points against that Jacksonville D. Going to London, some maybe question marks? Can he? Can people run in London? There's different uh, air there, so it's. You know, he performed in that uh, scenario. Maybe the defense was the people who took the L in London. Uh, but, yeah, Keenan made some good starts. You know, he's got the number one kicker in the league, Tyler Bass, 13 points. Cowboys D, 13 points. Uh, some good starts, but not what you want to see out of your team. Uh, he had some players on bye, so he had some difficult decisions to make in starting. But uh, hopefully he makes a bounce back next week and uh, – yeah, that's about it. For this one, Nutter took the win. Caden, uh, you want to give us our last breakdown?
3: Yeah, for our last breakdown, we got uh, the cousins, Jake versus Aiden. Uh, I just want to thank Jake real quick for uh, saving me from the gauntlet. And uh, Tyler Bass for pulling up on Monday night. What a beast. Uh, so to start off, we we just got Lamar, who basically put up another stinker dude. Somehow manages to drop 40 points and then 10 points at uh, any given time. Uh, He had a good performance out of his running backs with Taylor and Henderson, both putting up 20 plus, but the rest of his team just kind of did average. Wasn't Mike Evans weak. Only put up four points. Chase Claypool with Ben Roethlisberger thrown to him. Don't know what you were thinking doing that. (laughs) And uh, somehow the Packers D put up nine points. Kind of impressive, but, uh, on uh, Aiden's team, we got Tyra Heineke, which uh, I honestly thought was going to be a good start against Kansas City, but dude only put up nine. Aiden's team basically was average besides Antonio Brown and CeeDee Lamb. I mean, CeeDee Lamb trades for him right before the the weekend. Dude drops near 40 points, saves his team from getting uh, another L in the loss column, but I, uh, I respect him for starting the Browns D even though they – up negative two we did not look good on uh on sunday afternoon but it is what it is good for his team to take the w and move on to three and three still in uh playoff contention so
1: yeah aiden's fraud team uh he squeaks by gets one he's got one good week uh but yeah uh appreciate you breaking that down um but I want to kind of talk about buys. We talked about it a little last week on the pod. Um, we're hitting these buy weeks. A lot of pe- teams started a little struggle. Points were down this week, besides for Brian. Uh, when you guys are looking at buy weeks, um, are you guys considering looking ahead to pick up players and ha- have them stashed on your bench? Or are you just week by week trying to figure that kind of situation out? Uh Kaden, what's your thought on that? Do you have like a strategy with the bye weeks?
3: Um, I think that it mostly starts with like the draft process. Like when you're drafting, you you kind of check and see like, all right, so these these this group of people are going to be on bye at the same time. So I know I need to draft like another person for depth. So when that week comes up, you uh, you can stagger them out, but. I mean, this week I have Eckler on by, and he's my only guy on by, and then next week I have no one. So I think I did a pretty good job at that at the beginning of the season. And then once you get into the season, I feel like, it's like a more week-by-week week process. Like you're like, all right, maybe I can pick this guy up off the wire because I know like, my quarterback will be out or my defense. Like this week, I have my defense and my kicker, and I don't want to drop either of them, but I have no room on my bench to – uh to fill in those slots, so I think I'm just gonna wait till Sunday morning and swap them out.
1: Yeah, that's a good kind of uh, thought there, uh, Jack or Brian. You guys got some uh, different opinions on how you guys approach the buys? Uh,
0: well, I didn't. I can't say I did the same thing as Kit because I'm biting the uh, this week with like my two best players on buy. But... Well, yeah,
3: because I started in the draft process, and you picked Julio in the second round. So, obviously, we got different mental going in. Oh, come on.
0: But, yeah. uh, I don't know. After this week, though, I should be pretty clear. So, I have enough running backs to get me through, and wide receivers are uh, something that I don't have trouble. If I need to fill in somewhere for a flex for a week, I feel hard to say any of this when I'm 0-6. But... uh, I I don't know the buys to me aren't too big of a factor I guess I'm more of just go with the flow of person and figure it out a weekend like week by week but I mean I try to just grab who's the best available on the waivers if I can and not really worry about the buy weeks right now but I guess that's something looking forward to as we get into that season uh you should start paying attention to it a little more
1: yeah definitely Brian you got any different any opinions here
2: um <clears throat> I mean just a little bit different than, uh, these fellows, but, um, I guess going into the draft, I don't really even, you know, personally I'd rather have the best players, um, on the team. Instead of kind of looking at their buy, I'm not too worried about that. Um, but I did end up getting pretty lucky. Um, I don't think I have a buy till week eight, week nine, maybe, and maybe week nine. So, um, I think I got pretty lucky with my buys. The only thing I'm kind of concerned about, at least with my team is, um, My running back situation. I got Clyde, you know, IR right now. Um, So hopefully he gets back in time for, um, you know, to cover one of my running backs just in case. But um, I think I'm sitting pretty good. Um, I got a good amount of wide receivers on my team. And uh, I got a backup tight end, backup QB. So, um, you know, other than that, obviously, um, when Justin Tucker has his bye, uh, which I think is next week maybe or the week after um you know that's tough letting him up but uh you know obviously i'm not gonna drop him because it's justin tucker but i'm not really you know too worried about the buys um and uh i think we'll get through it
1: yeah when i went into the draft i kind of had the similar strategy like i'm just gonna draft the players that i want i don't really care about the buys if i lose a week i lose a week to that and you know But this week coming up, it's it's brutal. I think there's, like, six teams on by, maybe seven. And it's just brutal. We got Vikings, Chargers. Buffalo. Buffalo, Dallas. Those are some high-scoring, high-powered offenses. Minnesota, Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, like, these these are some significant players. So, the waiver wire is pretty dry this week. Uh, You guys think, like... Maybe looking ahead, at, like looking back, is hindsight's twenty twenty. But like looking at this huge bye week, this could bite some teams in the butt. It kind of kills some momentum. You think this week of this heavy bye is going to hurt a lot of teams, or what are you guys thinking on that? Anybody could jump in here. Um,
2: <clears throat> I mean, I don't really want to speak too much like about my matchup because you know. I don't really want to jinx myself or anything, but you know, I think Scott's team. You know, rather he was facing me or anyone else, he's definitely struggling this week. He's got a good amount of players on the bench. He's got Stefan Diggs, Herbert, Robinson, um, Schultz. He's got all those boys on bye, um, which is pretty tough. You know, he's got to start some people that he's not too high on. I think he told me. Um, you know, I think it's definitely going to affect a few teams. Maybe it's not as much. Maybe it's not as much as Scott. Um, but I mean, as I'm looking through these other teams, even I mean, they got you know a lot of a lot of people that are you know on buy, even Bryce too. I mean, he's got Dak on buy, Bills D on buy, Najee Harris on buy. I mean, a couple of these teams are probably going to be struggling a bit this week without their star players.
1: Yeah,
3: I think the other thing about Scott's team with the the bye week is the fact that a uh, Saquon's hurt, so. It's like one thing if you have buys, but then the injuries stacking on top of it does not help. Because then you can't even fill in those slots for the bye
2: weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead, Jacob. Sorry.
1: You got to drop some players that you really don't want to drop. Some guys you were stashing that could really make a difference if their opportunity opens up that's really what sucks about these bye weeks and our bench is pretty big but not having an ir spot which you know there's a lot of different opinions on that uh it it kind of puts people in pickles during these bye weeks because you know if your star player like saquon goes down uh he really uh um can screw your bench and kind of your depth of your team going forward in case you have more injuries uh up but that's kind of the shitty thing about these bye weeks especially when they stack got stacked like this i don't know why the nfl did it like this it probably because of that extra week they had a but i don't know it doesn't really make sense to me but i don't know any last opinion on these buys and stuff i know it's we're talking about a lot, but I think it's kind of important in fantasy to kind of analyze the bye weeks, and a lot of teams drop in points because star players are not playing. Anybody got some last thoughts? I
2: just think uh, I think we made some good points, you know, um, especially you, Jacob. Made some good points regarding the byes, and uh, we'll see how teams can fight through this ad, uh, adversity this week.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, but Jack, I kind of want to bring you in uh, a little more. It's your first time on the pod. Teams obviously not looking great. You got me coming up. We're the two bottom teams in the league. We I, one win between the two of us. Are you? I know you said you were feeling optimistic going through uh, the rest of the year, but like you're starting Gaskin, Devontae Booker next week. You got some Damian Harris like. I might be worse than my running back. Before. Oh, all
0: right. I, I know I'm running a little thin this week. Dalvin Cook on bye, but this is the this is the turnaround week. This is where the bus starts heading the other way. Because <laughs> if I can't beat the other team that's just down south, just as I am, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for a rude awakening. So uh, I just I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I need I need Miles Gaskin to actually do something this week. Because the one week he did something good, I sat him on the bench. So I don't yeah, know if that's it, just. I don't know what I can do about that. It's just a tough scene. It's
1: a very tough scene uh, out here for us both. Um, you know, your team's actually dog crap. We highly rated you coming into the year. Uh, the first three weeks, we were actually giving you some credit. Now, we got no credit for you, Jack. You've There's not. Skidded. I don't deserve any. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stafford was an incredible pick. I, went, I knew I was going to the draft I wanted him, but I ended up with Josh Allen, so I was – uh, kind of sticking true with that but you know you made some decent picks but obviously Gaskin and Julio not great and then the emergence of Mike Williams in that uh Chargers offense really kind of screwed you so your your second through fourth round picks haven't really performed and then Hawkinson too in the fifth he had good two first two weeks yeah, that's kind of tough off.
3: yeah yeah Jack's star players are are really good but then everyone else is just kind of Dog, so in the gutter. Yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't even out.
2: You know, just another just team in the league. You field know, field having out. to fight through some adversity. So, I mean, um,
3: they got a lot of adversity at zero and six, bro.
2: Man, hey, adversity is what makes you so. great, and you know, I think uh, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping for Jack's sake, and you know, his mental state for the fantasy league, and I think he'll get through
3: it. And the uh, and the double wings, yeah. they're coming for your ass.
2: You know, we we I
3: have some
0: sympathy for my taste buds too. I mean,
2: we thought that about Johnny, <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, you know, he's you know four and two, which doesn't make much fucking sense. Um, but who knows? You know, it's still early in the season. A lot of three and three teams. A lot of uh, um, a lot of two and four, or sorry, four and two teams. There's a couple, you know, doubled up teams on the uh, on the standings here, and I think it's really open for anyone right now in my opinion
0: just about everyone yeah i got i got a one percent chance you never know
3: yeah i think this is like the closest the league has been like this far into the season like i feel like there's more uh yeah. diversity in the win-loss record we got but this year there's just like clumps of people and then there's yeah. an 0-6 team and a two and 5-1 teams it's or thing yeah one, one, one yeah one price 5-1 yeah because yeah, uh Taylor sucks.
2: Well, yeah, we got four, four and two teams, uh, four, three and three teams, uh, two and four, one yeah. and five, and oh, it <laughs> <laughs> Uh <laughs>
3: There's
0: got to be a goose on every train. Uh,
1: it,
2: That's a great yeah, saying yeah, right there, Jack. Yeah, I'm stealing you know, that. Um, a oh, God. They had us in the okay. first
1: half. Uh, yeah. You know, hope's not gone, Jack. You could still make playoffs if you went out. Uh, but no, but Caden, I last year it was very tight I, for that last playoff spot. There was like five teams in those last two weeks that could have made made it in there. So I I think the more we've been doing this, the more close it's been. I but yeah, to your point, it it really is a, a tight standing here. It's there's a lot of teams within one game of each other, so it, it's very interesting to kind of see how. Uh, bunch of these teams perform moving forward um but i think this is a perfect time to transition into the previews of next week's matchup uh and brian if you don't mind do you want to start on your first breakdown yeah we are
2: go ahead and uh we got two fellows on here on the pod that are going head to head here um jack and jacob here um i'll start off with jack's team um stafford you know he's been doing pretty decent this year um and uh you know i think he'll he'll perform probably because i mean he he plays a tough rams team um but uh, i think he'll still drop 20 plus miles gaskin you know jack's turn him he's got to hope that he does well he plays against a you know pretty average atlanta defense not the best in the league so i think he could probably um you know thrive a bit Devonte booker i don't know too much about him this season so i can't really comment too much julio jones um i'm not sure if he has an injury designation but he is questionable so he might be playing through a little bit of injury they play casey so um you know he might be struggling a bit um and as we know you know tennessee's offense is pretty much just Derrick henry so Um, The throwing game's not really too much there. Um, And then, you know, looking through the rest of his team, um, you know, he's got to hope that Pim and Hawkinson put up some points. Cardinals D, hopefully, will uh, do pretty well against a, um, you know, pretty average Houston offense. And then looking over at your team, uh, you know, Bernie, Tua's back right this week. Um, I think it's his first week back, if I'm not wrong. So,
1: he oh, he did last play week. last
2: week. Okay. Um, you know, he'll I think he'll uh thrive against that Atlanta defense. Um and then your running backs, you know, Darrell Williams. I'm not sure how he did last week. Um, I'd have to go look. But uh, you know, hopefully he he can step into the shoes of Clyde and, you know, get her done for the Kansas City. Um Kellen Ridley, haven't seen too much of him this season. Um Jamar Chase, you know, you gotta be hopeful that he puts up uh Those points that he's consistently pretty much been putting up for Cincy. Hopefully Joe Burrow has a game for you. And uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, he's uh, been one of the best tight ends in fantasy for, you know, a few years now. And uh, hopefully he starts, you know, picking up the pace a lot more and uh, produces for you. And then obviously the Raiders D against Philadelphia. I mean, I got Jalen Hurts, so I'm hoping he tears him up. But um, Raiders D is pretty tough. Um, I think they'll get you, you know, above negative points and then um you're projected 121 jack's projected 109 i think it's going to be a good matchup i think we'll be close hopefully jack um can put up over 100 points this week and uh i'm looking forward to it
1: it'll be an exciting matchup uh we can look at how the the coaches are looking at this uh matchup here is a pretty close one we got seven to five split here for the two worst teams currently uh uh, record-wise, uh, I pull out seven of the votes. Jack got five of the votes. Five people think Jack's going to get his first win. It's very interesting, in my opinion, because I, I think like my that. team's incredible. Uh, I still think I'm a top three team in the league, but uh, we'll see how that goes moving forward. Um, but I'll I'll just jump us over into our next matchup. Brian, I'll do yours here. Uh, we got the Nailbiters versus Watch What You Say Uh Yeah, Brian's got... Or, Brian, you know, your team's looking good, as we were talking about. Uh, you got a couple guys on bye, but not too many large impact guys. So, you know, you got Derrick Henry still going, Jalen Hurts going, and DK Leonard Fournette, he's been looking good the past couple weeks, and then Fant. And then see you starting Marquez Callaway in the flex. That's uh, going to be an interesting uh how he kind of performs Monday night against Seattle. And then you're starting the Seattle D. So that's going to be a little contentious right there going into Monday night. Marquez has could lose you the game there. If he kind of uh, gets a catch, it puts you under the points. Uh that's probably too complicated for the math to kind of work out there. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much going yeah. into that, but you're, yeah, your team's looking solid. You, you don't have a lot of key guys on by. So only really guy is uh Thielen and you kind of slide in a couple guys, Sterling Shepard. See if he can uh, kind of after the injuries he's suffered this year. See if he can kind of be the guy. But woo, Scott's team, man. Oh, he better have, <laughs> hope Cooper Cup has a good game, man. Uh, starting Joe Burrow, David Johnson, Vermont whatever his name, Stevenson, Jalen Waddle, AJ Green. My goodness. Talk about lucky! Oh my gosh, Brian, <laughs> half of Scott's team uh. is on bye this week. Oh my gosh, this is the first time I've seen this. I didn't look at this matchup oh, at all. Man. If you lose, Brian, man, that's going to be brutal. Yeah, yeah. But trust me, you know some upsides to Scott's team. You know, Burrow can have a good game. Cooper Cup, maybe if he kind of performs how he did earlier in the season, kind of pull away some of those targets from Robert Woods. And then Mark Andrews, if he has that stud performance like he did two weeks ago against myself, then he's probably just hoping for some touchdowns out of the rest of the guys. Uh, But, yeah, Scott, man, that is brutal. He took down the best team in the league, and now he's got to sit on this as his lineup. Yeah, that's hard. Very, very hard. Um, uh, looking at the, uh, the voting here, uh, Brian, you actually took this one, I guess. I don't think I looked at the thing. I probably voted for Scott because, you know, he just took down a, a team like Bryce's. Uh, but yeah, no, seven to five vote. You got 58% of the vote, Brian, to win this matchup. So we'll see if he can kind of pull through, take down a four and two team. And uh, one of the one of the stronger teams in the league uh, you're going up against. But I think uh, the vote's pretty uh, smart. I think you should have got a little more votes. But well, uh, I bet a lot of people didn't actually look at Scott's shitty ass lineup this week. My goodness. Yeah. But, whoo, uh, Katie, you want to jump into our next matchup here?
3: Yeah, for uh, for my matchup, I got Bryce versus Austin, another cousin matchup going on here. Uh, this week's kind of tough. Bryce made a trade to try and uh, keep him in the gong contention, giving me D hop kind of nice. It'll uh, save him for one week, but next week, I don't think uh, it'll work out too well for him. Uh, he kind of looked out that uh, pretty much every running back that plays Ross and just kind of got injured. But he's got Matt Ryan starting because out, out, uh, which is, I, I drafted him. He is not as good as uh, he has been in previous seasons, so we'll see how he does this week. And Chuba Hubbard, obviously, because uh, McCaffrey's on IR. Patterson, who I just traded to him. Debo, who's been a stud all year. Robert Woods, who's had two back-to-back decent weeks, but before that was just kind of average.
1: Booty cheeks. Worst fucking player in the league. Hey, oh, my god! He put
3: up 27 for me. And then I traded as away, so I got what I needed out of him. Uh, Marquise Brown, who's, who's been really good this year. Number seven wide receiver in the, in the league for fantasy. Pretty decent. Panthers D as well, ranked five, who's been actually really good this season. See how they do without uh, Caleb Farley, who's out for the rest of the season. Uh, and then going over to Austin's team, we got Tom Brady, the GOAT. Hate him, and I love him. But it is what it is. See how he does against uh, the rook Justin Fields this year, this week. And then uh, he's got his two stud running backs, Jones and Mixon, in the lineup. Got a couple of uh, subpar players with Crowder and Kirk in because Montgomery's hurt and Kareem's hurt. And I don't know if he wants to put Cole Beasley in, but I don't know. It is what it is. I think, actually, no. They're on They're on by this week. Yeah, so he's kind of screwed. And Cooper's on by, so. See how that works out. Picked up uh, Mason Crosby for his kicker position. See if uh, he can only have like five points because there's five touchdowns from Devontae Adams. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's a close matchup. The boys have ranked 7-5 uh, to five in favor of Steno after seeing Bryce take his first out of the year. And, uh. Move on to the next
1: matchup. All right. Uh, we'll jump into the matchup between Nutter and Jake here. Um, great breakdown there, Caden. I appreciate you going in-depth there. That was good uh, analyzing of those teams. But, yeah, Nutter's team uh, and Jake's team, Jake, they're some of the two stronger teams in the league. Nuts got some tough losses on his record. He's probably better than 3-3. Three and three, But he's got a solid team. Stinks that uh, Zeke's on bye this week, but he's got Michael Carter slot in the lineup, and hopefully Antonio Gibson can go, and his team will still be looking strong. He's got Kyle Pitts back in the back up in the lineup against the Miami team that has been struggling this year. But starting Aman Aman Ra St. Brown, yeah, I butchered that, uh, but yeah, wide receivers uh, a question mark for him right now with uh, Deontay Johnson on bye. But DJ Moore's a stud and he maybe he could put up some solid points against that Giants D. And then Rodgers against Washington. He could uh Rodgers is great. Uh, MVP last year. Hopefully he can have a performance like that this week. Uh. <coughs> oh shit. Uh but yeah, looking over at Jake's team, uh Lamar Jackson against Cincinnati, hopefully uh he can have his 40 point performance, like you were saying earlier in the episode, Caden. Uh and then Taylor has looked incredible the last couple weeks, kind of earning him that first-round draft pick where Jake was looking to dish him out earlier this year. So Taylor sucks. More like Taylor sucks all that slong up in... Uh, I'm just going to stop. I couldn't hey, figure you it cut, out. You cut that
3: out. <laughs> cut it. Cut it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully Mike Evans can have a performance, a good performance. Uh, r- Jake's team's really kind of cemented on his quarterback and his two running backs that Daryl Henderson trade has performed uh, has shown to be a good trade for him. It's really helped him out giving up Lenny Fournette. He wasn't looking as good as what he is now, but Daryl Henderson's really looked good this year and hopefully McLaurin has a bounce back game. Um, I don't know how the, uh, The Packers D, how healthy they are, but I know they can be good in the secondary at times. So, But McLaurin's a good player. He could probably get open and get some good points going forward. So, you know, that matchup, I can see it being tight going up into these uh, later matchups in the week uh, or in the night. And we'll see if they can kind of, who can kind of come out on top. But the way the boys are looking at this, um, we got a 50-50 split. It's going to be a tight one here. Jake and Nutt both got six votes here. They both have solid teams. They've both been putting up some solid points, but we'll see who can kind of come out on top. Can Jake go to five and two can Nutt go to four and three. Those are some key areas uh, to kind of edge yourself away from this lower part of the pack. That is kind of stuck here at this three and three and four and two. That's the majority of the teams right now. Uh, Jack, uh you want to jump us into uh our second last matchup?
0: Yeah. So we got uh I don't even know anymore and Titty Milkers, Milk Gods going up against each other. Both guys need a win where they're at. Joe in a little bit of a slump. Uh what did he start he started 2 and 0 and he's lost 4 in a row now. That's correct. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's And his team is looking looking really thin right now. So he's I uh, got unfortunate injury from Nick Chubb. Uh big bye week for Justin Jefferson. He has one fieldable player on his bench right now, so not really many options for his starting lineup. He's running pretty thin there. And uh, I don't think it's going to work very well this week. Aiden's team, a lot of faith on Darius Johnson tonight. That'll be interesting how that one goes out. And uh, I don't know. I would say he has the edge in almost just about every spot, except for Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he's going to do what he does. Both players, though, at least the upside for both of them, is they have uh, pretty good opponent rankings for... A lot of their matchups for uh, each of their players this week, so could be a high-scoring matchup. Maybe the projections are a little lower than they should be, but if I had to uh, lean one way or the other, I think Aiden slides by this week just with the perceived amount of uh, depth he's got running into this matchup and how thin Joe is. Uh, did you do you
1: have the? A- the guys voting here. Oh, you... I
0: do. And uh, I don't know if it reflects uh, this matchup very well, but we got two-thirds of the votes going to Joe. Eight out of 12. favor Joe in this matchup. Not sure how that one will play out. Maybe that's playing some favoritism on this matchup. Maybe people just want to see Joe win because he's got the team with two wins and turn that uh, uh, L train around a little bit. We'll see how what happens here. But the public says Joe takes this one.
1: We do have some breaking news here, though. Uh, Odell is playing. I am (laughs) slotting him into the lineup right this second. Odell is going to have an incredible game. He's going to have a touchdown in this first drive. It's going to be at least a 40-yard touchdown. Uh So he's slotted in the lineup. I'm going to have to make some decisions going forward. But Odell's in the lineup. He's going to be incredible tonight. We got the boys back. We got Juice and OBJ playing. I'm excited to. Uh, this is going to excited to watch. Excited
2: Juice. to talk uh, talk about the Browns here after uh, we get finished up with these matchups.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, so why don't we jump into this last matchup here? I'll be breaking down the matchup between Caden uh, and the. Uh, the greatest podcast host in the world, Johnny Boland. Uh he's gonna be Yeah, it's taking uh,
3: three of three of us to make up for one guy, so
1: Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh we're just the four fucking bumbling idiots trying to talk football <laughs> here when uh uh but yeah, uh Johnny's team, you know, he's squeaked by in some weeks, but you know, that's why we face we have matchups and all that. He's winning his matchups. No matter how necessary it is, he's really built behind the 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 stall. I don't know. He, his foundation is Kyler Murray and Tyreek Hill. It stuck. It sucks that Kittle's been down for a couple of weeks. Hopefully, he can get him back on the stretch of the the season. But if those guys can have good games, it's hard to beat Johnny's team. His because when they go off, they go off for a lot of points. And his new ac- acquisitions of Miles Sanders and Antonio Brown—they're sliding in this week. Man, I'm burping. I'm sorry, fellas. The uh, Bud Lights, Miles. Yeah, the Bud Lights are going down. Yeah, you know. I got a pregame. Yeah, you the Browns got game.
2: Bush over here, so boys are getting after it on uh, the pod. It's like
1: we're back in the Muni lot now. Yeah. Nothing better than oh, the yeah, Muni yeah. lot. No, nothing better. We got the Brown I got the Baker jersey on, drinking for him, hoping his uh, shoulder gets a little healthier. But yeah uh miles sanders and antonio brown hopefully they can have some strong performances we'll see if this is an An antonio brown game uh, against chicago chicago's d's been kind of iffy uh well they've been pretty good but you know you can kind of put up some points on them because their offense is just not that great um i'm really just basing that off the fact of the browns game and i haven't really paid attention to the bears at all besides that but you know he's got Khalil herbert who's actually been probably one of the better waiver pickups of the year and uh he's kind of slotted in you know he's found a tight end to kind of stream each week to perform for him going forward but yeah looking at cadence team you're you're riddled uh you're not really riddled by buys i thought you were your team's just ass uh when you don't have Eckler going your your running backs are a little questionable um Currently, don't have uh, a, a defense or a kicker in right now. So we'll see yeah, if you can kind of. Uh, you got to pull the cheese
3: strat so that no one can pick him up till next week. Mm-hmm. And I, I get the opportunity to re pick him up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll snag Tyler Bass from you. Um, but, He's definitely not going <laughs> on the wave, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you pulled in Hopkins. You traded Cordell Patterson and Robert Woods hopefully d hop can kind of have those games where he can score a touchdown or two that's really what makes him valuable in fantasy because they just pass that ball around so much so you're really looking for touchdowns from hopkins this year but Devontae, he's incredible he didn't really perform last week but he's a, a difference maker i know it myself i love Devontae. i it was tough to part from him but yeah your running back's James Conner, Mike Davis, not the best. Flex, Devontae Parker, not the best. Daniel Jones. So, Caden, you're hoping for some touchdowns out of those guys. You know, Daniel Jones' a little bounce back game. He's looked good this year. But, you know, Gasecki against Atlanta. So hopefully he could kind of perform and get some good points for you going forward. So, you know, it I can see this matchup being very tight going down to the wire. Uh your your running backs are hurt or on buys, so you're really picking for scraps here but the way the boys are looking at this uh the boys are looking at it like um we we got where the fuck is this matchup oh okay we got a nine to three vote here wow this is brutal here, katie you got you got seventy five percent of the vote a lot of, a little pressure on you there
3: no pressure at all my team's just goaded I just need pressure. Hey, after that trade, everyone sees that and they're like, dang, this dude's wide receiver core is insane. I went from having Allen Robinson and Robbie Anderson as two of my starting wide receivers to Devontae Adams and D Hop, bro. Just straight, straight upgrades all around.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Uh preseason rankings, your team would be incredible, but you know, we'll see if they can continue kind of performed the abs resurrection did kind of happen for three weeks there it skidded a bit so let's hope if it, the resurrection uh can adapt to adversity but yeah nine to three vote there uh i believe that's all the matchups there uh the teams you know a lot of a lot of buys as we've completely talked to over talked about this week um it's going to be interesting i can see a lot of low scoring matchups in this week uh and the teams that don't really have the buys their their teams riddled buys are definitely going to have the edge going into this uh testing our benches but <coughs> yeah it's it's kind of incredible but if you guys if you guys don't mind we can kind of jump into this uh Seventh team out of the gauntlet. We know Jake just got eliminated from the gauntlet last week. Coming in with the most votes, half the votes, we got Scott. Scott's (laughs) voted for this. Uh, You guys think Scott's team might get eliminated here, or do you think this is just a big old middle finger to Scott? No, I
3: uh... I honestly think this is like...
2: I mean
0: this is
3: how it should be. If you didn't vote for Scott or Joe, then I don't know what you I'm
0: thinking I vote Scott every I mean,
1: week
2: and this will be the my week. My thing where is, I'm ready. I mean, I'm playing him so I don't really want to say oh yeah, he's going to score like no points. Um my thing is though, I mean, he's got a couple guys that can put up, you know, a good amount of points. So, I mean, you know, he he may not beat me, but I I I don't know. It's I think it's it's really up for grabs this week for, I mean, even like, you know, someone like Bryce or something, you know, he could, or Austin, you know, what if one of them has a bad week? You just really don't know. And that's the the beauty of fantasy. You just don't know. It's kind of a crap shoot.
1: Yeah. We, we got six teams out of it. So it's really just like a, a guessing game on who you're going to pick to get out of this. One team can kind of slip up here and they just fall right out of contention. Uh, Joe was second most voted for, you know, his team's been skidding by, but he's been sticking in the gauntlet. So maybe he can kind of save his season by continuing to perform in the gauntlet here. But yeah, Joe's team's definitely in contention for losing the gauntlet.
3: I mean, he, he was close to losing it last week. This week he's starting two running backs from the same team and two wide receivers from the same team. So if, if he doesn't get out, it's definitely going to be Scott in my opinion it's just uh it's just a tough week for Joe and for someone who talks probably the most stick out of everyone and knows the least about football
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the ratio there is uh pretty incredible the The amount of shit talk to not knowing football I agree, but you know he can he, he can dish it out yeah he, he'll say the same kind of stuff, but yeah dude he he will tell you if your team's trash, even if he doesn't know if it's trash. Um, but yeah, rounding it out, Bryce and Kaden got votes. Uh, Kaden, do you feel a little disrespected you got a vote here? Uh, honestly, I'm
3: surprised I didn't get uh, yeah. more votes. Like, in my opinion, I'd vote for Scott or Joe here. But I've skidded it by a few weeks with a Monday Night Matchup saving me from the gauntlet. So I can, I can see how I got a vote here.
2: Yeah. I got. Um, once we're finished up talking about this, I got one more point about kind of want to touch on the the trades if we could.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that here. Uh, Jack, you got any opinions on this gauntlet? Now that we're kind of halfway through it, these are mostly the better teams that kind of stick through it. The more consistent teams are the ones who stayed put going into this last stretch of that. Do you think the gauntlet's kind of just a luck thing, or do you think it kind of shows who's the best team?
0: I think it's definitely a little bit of both. You gotta you gotta play both cards, but I I it's all fair claim to the person who wins on saying that they deserved it because it's not easy to do. So, uh, I mean, there are some weeks like it, it, again, you could be the best team in the league and have one bad week and it really fucks you. So, it it really doesn't matter. There's definitely some luck involved. I can't uh, to say there's none is just crazy. But I I also think the pool of teams we have left are pretty deserving. Everyone who's in it so says something about our league too so there's a little bit of a little bit of luck and it does show who who can really uh grit it out and keep consistent points up so it's a little bit of both
1: yeah definitely definitely uh but yeah no it really does show kind of that kind of perspective on this league you know we're at the point where you can't really hide uh if your team doesn't perform you're going to be kicked out of this gauntlet you have to perform here on out if you want to stay in the gauntlet and kind of stay into the playoff contention this is a point where it, you know these are some of the higher ranked teams they put up some solid points throughout the whole year and if they want to kind of stay as a contender they got to continue to win and you know the side pool it's always great you know you get you get your uh, <coughs> your reward you get your 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 face uh put into a gold <clears> picture frame jack i know you know how it feels I, it's incredible I
0: love it i have it sitting uh, right next to me as a matter of fact I, i'm looking at it right now
1: me as well man it's it, it's incredible you know i love the gauntlet it really adds a lot of pizzazz to the beginning part of the part yeah, of i the kept weird. my uh kept
2: my b-dubs uh wing box from a couple years ago so
1: you still got that? was there still some sauce yeah, yeah. I just I there? just
2: lick it every week just to remind myself of the terrible taste and spice A little extra uh, motivation you know I just yeah in, you know just don't wanna have to eat those fucking wings again and uh, really reminds me of the grit that it takes in this league to not uh, have to eat those wings so most definitely
1: most definitely most. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, Brian, we can kind of jump into what you wanted to talk about if you want to take the lead on that uh, <coughs> in these trades. Yeah.
2: Um, I'll uh, go ahead and just kind of do a little recap on the last week. There's been a lot of, um, you know, trades and um, all those things. We'll kind of just start off with the latest one, obviously, uh, the one between Caden and Bryce here. Um, Bryce uh, traded Hopkins and Jamal Williams for. Uh, Cordell Patterson and Robert Woods um to sort another beer crack. I love it. Um, Cheers.
3: <coughs>
2: um, just swallowed a little bit of dips, but anyways, uh well um so I thought this trade was pretty interesting. Um I think uh I think uh you know Hopkins great wide receiver um I think it's just pretty funny because Bryce uh, actually just texted me on Tuesday offering Hopkins and Williams. Uh, he wanted he wanted Fournette and Thielen uh, back for Hopkins and Williams. And uh, my only response was that, to that was, uh, bruh. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but Caden, I think that's a pretty good trade. I think it's pretty fair. I don't think anyone got, you know, fucked on that trade. So um, I do like that. Um, and then... You know, uh, I that
3: got one thing you can't you can't be letting out a behind the scenes secrets on this pod bro that's that's foul we'll be who's honest to want to trade with you. who's gonna to want to trade with you if you're just leaking info? I mean them? it's
2: not really leaking info if it's already if the people have already been traded away, you know. I don't think that's think that's too. He's
1: no. Ian Rappaporting himself, bro.
2: Yeah, that's all right. Anyways, um, you know, we had another.
1: Well, talk, talking, talking. Sorry, Brian. Talking about some insight here, Caden. How did that trade kind of break down? Did he just kind of straight up offer you that? Uh, no, not really.
3: It kind of started. You started off just asking, uh, how we could get Patterson off me for uh, this week, and we went through a couple options, and it ended up being. <coughs> dhop and williams uh but i don't know there wasn't a all the main people that i wanted on his team i are are kind of too valuable for him to just give away and kind of went the same way with me there's no way i'm gonna be giving up some of the mainstay people on my team and so kind of ended up giving up uh he ended up giving uh one of his best players for some people I was willing to give up so he could uh, continue on this week and not get uh, booted out of the gauntlet or be in a situation like Joe or uh, Scott this week.
1: Yeah, the, I, We will talk about it continually, but Bryce is going to fucking put his team into the ground if he keeps trading. Uh, I hope he keeps trading. <laughs> uh, it'd be funny if Bryce misses the playoffs if they're going 5 and 0 oh, i would that that might be the funniest thing ever if that happens but it's going to be tough for him to do that it really is um, I, th-
3: I think uh i don't think it's that bad i mean if if woods keeps up his production like he has been then uh he'll be really he'll be really good uh wide receiver too and uh cordell patterson has looked really good this season i was kind of iffy on this trade but i just think the uh the quality of D-hop was just uh, too high for me to say no so
1: yeah, a lot of people would have been uh, biting their lip to get uh, Adams and D-Hop on their team through trade acquisitions. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. art of the deal there, Caden, <laughs> the the uh, stonks meme uh, right there. You know, you're really uh, dishing it out like that. Um, Brian, so what other trades kind of happened throughout this week? Um, so Brian. Uh, we had,
2: uh, you know, two more trades from Bryce last week. Um, one of them, both of them actually took place Thursday. Um we have uh a trade between um Nutter and uh Bryce here. So Nutter gave up uh Tony and uh, Chenault uh for Aaron Rodgers and uh Bayman. So um another interesting trade. Um, you know, Bryce is obviously we've talked about it, is trading a lot. Um, you know, and uh we'll see how that plays out for him. Um I'm not really, you know, too high on that trade. I think he should have probably just kept Aaron Rodgers. Um, But, uh, you know, that's my opinion. I don't think Tony's going to really do too much. Pretty sure he's hurt this week, if I'm not wrong. Um, But uh, moving on to the next trade, unless you guys get any points on that. um, You know, we got my trade and uh bryce's which obviously everyone knows um (laughs) how that trade went and uh, i think i kind of
1: oh believe me i fucking i think
2: i got away with a pretty big steal there you know i got leonard for Thielen for uh jamal um jarvis and uh dak so pretty good trade on my part and then uh you know we had a trade earlier in the week um on wednesday that was uh between Johnny and uh, Aiden so Aiden gave up Miles Sanders Antonio Brown for CD and uh, Latavius. And that's a pretty good trade as well pretty even um, you know CD and Antonio Brown pretty good Matt um, you know matchups there I think pretty similar players and uh, you know in perspective of points Miles Sanders Latavius Murray also you know I think they're pretty similar and uh, you know regards to points so um, you know just wanted to kind of cover a couple of those uh, trades that went on in the last week, and uh, we'll see how those um, play out for everyone.
1: Yeah, most, def- most definitely, most definitely. Um, uh, but, yeah, I feel like this this year we've kind of done a lot more trades than we used to in the past. I, I feel like a lot more people are willing to get rid of some of their guys on their team, especially <coughs> Bryce. Bryce is a revolving door. Yeah, uh, I don't
3: know what's going on. Dude, uh, Dude trades for players, and then, then he dropped them, and now they're back on the team that they started on. It makes no sense. Like yeah, somehow Lavisca Channel is already on Nutter's team again, even though he just <laughs> traded for his ass. It makes no sense to me. But hey, you got to do what you got to do.
1: Uh, Jack, are you, you know your team's look struggling a bit? You're seeing all these trades going through. Are you kind of uh, jealous that all these? Trades are going down, or are you, you are you sticking firm with this zero and six roster?
0: I mean, in hindsight, it is. Easy. I have gotten trade offers in the past. That looking back on them this year, I maybe could have put me in a better spot. So maybe I should uh, change my mind. My mindset this entire year has been don't trade because I I don't like doing it because I never can get a good read. I never know if I'm getting the best of it. And I don't like really asking other people because you never know what they think either. So like, or who they're really just going to like, you know, people have biases, So you never know. So like, for me, it's just, it's tough for me to do. So I try to stay away from it. But looking back on it, I probably could have benefited from it. So maybe in the future, uh, if I get any trade offers sent my way, maybe I'll be a little more flexible and uh, reasonable with what we're working with because it's clearly whatever I've got right now isn't doing the best. So maybe I need to switch it up.
1: Yeah. Own six, man.
3: Yeah. Maybe Robert Woods and uh, Cordero Patterson will get me uh, a Kenan Allen next year. So we'll see. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, uh, the trades, you know, they're very interesting, but we can move on to the best team. This is very interesting here. I think this is the, most teams who've gotten votes so far. It's it's a lot here. Seven teams received votes. And none other than b weight, the Nail Biters, received the most vo- votes. You got three there. Brian, how you feeling? You got the most vo- votes. That's a lot of pressure right there. You're claimed as the best voted team.
2: Um, I mean, I'm not sure. Bryce, bro. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Bro. I mean... Thanks, Bryce. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not really one to be cocky in this league. I don't think I've really, even last year, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think I deserve to when I started out, you know, 7-0. Um, I, I'm i not really one to be cocky. You know, I like to be a little bit more humble about my team, especially last week, Jacob. I mean, I, I you know, I didn't really, I don't think I rubbed it in your face too much. I mean, that's, that's not really what I'm about here. Um, you know i like to be competitive but at the same time i'm not really about you know putting other people down and um I, I i do think my team is you know pretty damn good um but you know bryce and scott we got a couple other competitors in this league and i think that trade really just uh packed my packed my team up and uh going forward i mean i think i could be um, a threat to some people and uh you know we'll, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for me
1: yeah, uh, you know your team's been solid throughout the year. You've gone on some downswings, but yeah, you know I can see some people voting for you. We'll see how you perform next week, definitely. But three teams received two votes here. We got Scott, Bryce, and Johnny. You know, a very different teams coming through here. Johnny squeaked by on some some wins, but his team's still solid. He's got some good performers. Bryce, he was the unified best team last last week. He was. unbeatable. And then the the guy who took down the team, Scott. So, you know, three different teams who all received two votes. Like, I don't know, anybody kind of looking at this this next group behind Brian here and kind of seeing some discrepancy?
3: Yeah, this makes no sense. How is Scott getting half the votes to get out of the gauntlet but then two votes to be the best team? (laughs) That makes no sense. And then on top of that, this dude Johnny... Somehow got two votes. I this like maybe it's just because they just believe. All right, this guy's got to be so so lucky this year that like, there's no way he's just gonna lose. So that like, I guess, I guess I could see that angle, but I have no idea. It's just not clicking in my head.
0: Yeah, I'm with Kaden on this one. This one's really not. I'm I'm turning the gears and this they're not they're not moving. I don't get. How, uh, Johnny and Scott can be where they are in this top vote team and also be, especially Scott with the presence in that gauntlet vote. That's tough. If he, if he gets a low scoring week this week, it's going to be hard to, uh, keep those two votes for the best team. And then Johnny, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's voting for those guys. I voted Brian. I'll throw that one out there. I got my boys back after dropping that 190 bomb. Mm, Appreciate that. Can't say, can't say he's not. I mean, just looking out for it, but yeah, uh, I don't know, these votes, this one's always hard to do. So it really could go any any which way. Best team, I mean, best team at the end of the year is the only one that matters. So we'll see who's been consistent with getting votes on, on the, these polls and who actually ends up on top at the end. It'll be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, it's very subjective kind of how you vote this best team here. I know I voted for, I was one of the only people, I was the only person who voted for the team that I voted for. Um, in this next group here, but yeah, uh, you kind of got to look at teams and, you know, are you going week by week kind of performance or are you looking at the totality of their last couple weeks here? Uh, but yeah, we'll jump into these last three here who received a vote. Uh, Austin, Jake and Nutter all received a vote. Uh, you know, these are three good teams. They've been consistent. Uh, and you know. They were at the top of the rankings, two of them, uh, a couple weeks prior, and then kind of took some losses. But they're still a solid team. Uh, some injuries, injuries going around. But it, I, I'm I I think I voted for Nutter this week. I can't remember. I think I was the one who voted for that. I think his team's really good. It's consistent. We'll see how he goes moving forward. But yeah, these three teams. Do you think they're in contention for that top spot in this uh, in this league? I mean, personally, I do. Like I think,
3: I think it, the only person I cannot kind of see at the moment, just because injuries, is um, Austin. But Jake's been putting up consistent points besides last week, and Nutter. The fact that he's only three and three, and was two and three before he beat me last week is is like the same way I feel about Johnny being four and two. It's just like he got he's been unlucky. Johnny's been lucky with matchups, so just kind of how it goes in fantasy.
1: That's exactly how it goes. You know, it's, you play these teams and, you know, you, you just hope your team's one of the stronger teams. So you could beat uh, everybody week by week. Um, But Jack or uh, Brian, you guys got anything on the rest of these votes here? Um,
2: well, I mean, like we said, you know, John, or uh, sorry, Austin's got a little bit of injuries, um, on the, on his team. And, uh, Um, Jake honestly you know he I don't think he's really put up much uh, much over like 125 if I'm not mistaken so I mean if you're really just averaging around 120 and I mean I don't really think uh, you know that's gonna win this league in my opinion Um, I think you really gotta you gotta be putting up 130 plus to be be
1: winning in this league every week. yeah definitely jack anything or should we uh kind of go to these power rankings let's get on to these power rankings i'm curious all right the experts they had a couple extra days to kind of dwell on this but you know why don't we just get started with number 12 here number 12 coming in we got hocking balls jack jack comes in at number 12 (laughs) he stays put jack Uh. two set two words how do you describe the season Big bummer. That's great. That's great. That's quick on the spot right there. But yeah. Uh, (laughs) Why why don't we jump to number 11? Coming in at number 11, we have Titty Milker's Milk Gods, Joe. Joe drops down one spot. He's skidded four straight games. His team's been on the slump and it's not looking great moving forward. So Joe's at 11. Now coming in at number 10 here. At Ad- a Allen's Large Gordon, we got we got myself. I dropped Ouch. down two spots. I gotta get wins. I think the 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 poll, the experts really value wins. I gotta get wins under my belt if I want to be moving up this rankings. The complete polar opposite here. We got uh, coming in at number nine. The unlimited. Uh, I fucking keep fucking up these names. We got Aiden, uh, whatever his team name is. He goes up two he spots. He was eleven. Either, so, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it's not his team. Did I say that, that right team team there? Uh, no, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't even know anymore. Know oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He comes in at nine. He's skidded by to get two two of his wins, and he's comes in at nine. the The, the experts really rank uh, wins to kind of help you out. Coming in at number eight. Uh, I know this will be uh very shocking. Uh, it's the, uh, the best podcast host out there. It's Johnny, you know, Johnny's team is good. They're four and two, but he's got to put up some points here. If he wants to get some, uh, get on the good side of the committee, he drops down one spot after a win, put up a good performance, but there's some teams that had some good, uh, showings that kind of jumped them up in the rankings. Uh, Coming in at number seven, we got the Adams Resurrection. Caden, your team drops three spots. It's tough. Uh, Your team's good. You hope they can bounce back, but you drop down. You take a loss, uh, so it's not the best. Coming in at number six, the trade uh, the trade, uh, slee sleuth, uh, himself, Brian, he pulled in a great trade. We got, uh, well, I don't even know your team name anymore. Uh, Brian, yeah, you jump up three spots, you the come nail-biters. out of the nine spot. You put the nail biters, the nail biters, they got, they pulled up three spots. He put up almost 200 points. He was nine points off 200 points. You know, maybe if he started a, a defense that could score some <laughs> points, he would have done it. But, We'll go into number five, rounding out this top five or starting out this top five. We got sweaty pits. We got Nutter. Nutter took down a strong team in Caden last week. He jumps up one spot. His team's looked very strong. But we'll move on into number four. (laughs) Coming in at number four, we got the Gauntlet loser. We got Shitty uh, Shitty Jake. He uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, did not pull him through to stay in the gauntlet so he drops two spots down to number four now coming in at number three we got Stino. Stino's up two spots from last week he uh the l nerd is taking the league by storm his team's solid but injuries he's got to figure that out so we'll see if he can stay in this top portion of the the rankings going forward Coming in at number two, this may surprise you, it's the trade-addicted pussy, it's Bryce, Christian Dior Dior. He drops down one spot, gets taken down by some teams uh, that hasn't been ranked yet. So Bryce's team drops down, takes his first loss, but coming in at number one. We got the one and only. Watch what you say, Quan. Scotty Kuh. He jumps up two spots from three. He is the number one ranked team this week. He's got a lot going forward for him. Can he win next week? If he does, his team's looking very strong moving forward. Fellas, are you agreeing with the experts here or you guys got some contention here?
3: Again, I just don't agree with uh, Scott being up there
1: because
0: he's fraudulent.
3: Definitely, I mean, Jack, do you have no room to talk here? Um. <laughs> but-
0: That's where I was chiming in. Dude, that number 12 spot, it doesn't make sense. <sighs>
3: what, is there a 13 spot for you? or?
0: <laughs> yeah, we might as well.
3: <laughs> but Scott, Scott being number one, he's four and two. Like, I can see he's on the up and coming, but he's just going to take an L this week against a team who just dropped 190, and he's projected 100. Uh I don't see it, but hey, the experts got their uh, formula going, so can't really
1: complain definitely. uh Brian, how do you feel to be in this top six here? You're in the top half of the uh the rankings right now? you put up some points uh you jumped up three spots uh you, you enjoying your where you're sitting right now? um
2: you know I definitely um I'm liking that six spot um I believe I'm six in the league as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just, uh, on the actual, uh, rankings, but, uh, you know, um, obviously if I didn't have that shitter week against Johnny, I think I'd, uh, I'd probably be a bit more up there at, uh, you know, four and two, um, you know, but whatever, I got to move past that week <laughs> losing by one. I mean, it's fantasy. It happens. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, get that, that win this week against, uh, Scott and, uh, continue to move up.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know. it. Th- this episode was fun. We had some great conversations, some great uh, previews into this week coming up. And I'm excited for the Browns coming up here soon. Uh, obviously, a lot of people will be hearing our Browns talk before the game or after the game happens. So hopefully we were uh, 100% right on everything we talked about. But I don't know. It was fun, guys. Any last thoughts here before we uh, send it off? Yeah, I mean, and, uh, I had a
3: good time. I just want to say, uh, yeah, I had a good time also. But uh, just want to say, uh, get better, Johnny, so I don't have to do this. It's uh, taking quite the risk yeah. being on this pod, bro. Yeah, yeah, we're missing. I'm, you, uh, I'm also
2: taking the rest this week after coming off a of 190 week. So, but you know, it was a good time, fellas. Uh, appreciate you having, uh, having us on, and uh, looking forward to watching the brownies.
1: Yeah. Definitely, fellas. I appreciate you guys jumping in here, filling in for, you know, somebody somebody like Johnny who's got the football knowledge of 45 people. You know, you guys definitely didn't meet that level, but, you know, you guys oh, thanks, came in man. here. You brought some energy, <laughs> and I really appreciate you guys coming in here, you know, getting into the wheelhouse, wheeling and dealing, you know, kind of. Showing your fantasy knowledge, you know, your NFL knowledge here on the pod. You know, it takes some guts, and I appreciate you guys coming on here. Yep. No thanks, for no, thanks,
2: thanks for having me. Thanks
1: for having us. It was fucking amazing. Uh, we'll send you guys out of here, and uh, I love you, fellas. Love All you right.
2: Dear,
1: we love you,
3: you too, brother.